hello, and welcome to the Experiment Podcast, Real Talk with me, your host, Laura Dowdy. Today, we are going to do a deep dive into the transformative journey of recalibrating, recharging, and rising up in 2024. Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Dowdy. Let's get to some real talk. I am going to share about what I have been up to in my hiatus, my sabbatical, which I've been on basically for the past five months. And today we're going to explore why this downtime has forged a fire in me like I've never had before. And I've created a program and it's not just a regular old program, but a life altering experience. In a world that constantly demands more of us, it's so easy to feel overwhelmed. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a real estate agent, a professional, or someone with a side hustle, or literally simply just striving for your own personal growth. Today, I want to share with you a powerful opportunity to not just set goals, but to truly recalibrate your life, recharge your energy, and rise up to the success that you deserve. But before I get too far ahead of myself, I have to go back. And I know it says in the Bible to not look back, but that's not what I'm doing. I'm sharing with you the truth, which may be harsh for some, I'm not sure, we'll just see, of what led me to where I am today. Let's get real, all of us. 2023 has been like, you know, whatever, like that cartoon character. It's just shaken all of us up. To some degree, some of us have been through this before, but there's just something different about it this time. And not that I was caught off guard, but to on some level I was. And that happened towards the beginning of the year, really about the first part of the second quarter. And y'all know that I am a 90-day game planner and I just honestly did not catch up with it in time. So I literally, as an entrepreneur, everything that you do is all about cash flow. And regardless of what you have in reserves, there are times that can come upon you and you're just caught off guard. And that happened to me back in April. And it was a very humbling moment, a very honest moment of realizing who is who and what is what in my life. So I'm not going to get into the details in the sense of, you know, the minutia of it, but nor am I going to name names because anyone that's listening to this that was a part of this knows who they are. But what I can tell you is that there are so many wolves walking around in sheep's clothing. And when your glasses are not clean, which to be honest with you, right at this very actual moment, mine aren't very clean. But in a metaphor, you get where I'm going with this. If you are not present, aware, intentional, you're going to get shocked, be caught off guard, by people in your life. And I don't like to label 
myself because I was labeled as a four eyes, you know, and all those, like, all those awful names when I was growing up. But I know that I'm an empath. I take on a lot of other people's energy. I can feel what they're feeling and it impacts me deeply and it takes me longer to get over it. Call it woo-woo, call it whatever you want. I'm just very clear about who I am and what's going on around me and how it impacts me. So at the same time, I can tell you that at this moment in my life, I was not completely present. And part of that has to do with the fact that for some of you, you may or may not know that my sister uh, passed in October, 2022. And I won't get into exposing family information right now, but so much happened in the six months from basically November until April for me spiritually, for me emotionally, for me within my family, that again, that was why I just, I've kind I was numb to some degree. I was just going through the motions and what happened to me in April was a massive, massive wake up call. Uh, I had been working with a client for over three years and I saw the truth of who that person was and it cut me to my core and made me realize that I was not taking care of me. So you guessed it. I had to recalibrate and it took me a little while to kind of figure out what that looked like for me. And that meant that I just kind of needed to go inward. So it started with literally completely getting off social media as of July, 2023. Now, for some of you that not may not mean much to you, but just for the record, <laughs> um, for at least the past six years, literally since 2010, but for the past six years, for six days in a row, I have posted every six days, every, you know, and some days, seven days a week, um, multiple times a day. And for the past, over the past year prior to July, I had done a reel, a video, every single post. So I was trying to play that game with the algorithm and all of that stuff. And as entrepreneurs, we, you know, what we do to keep up with what's next. So I was just at a place where I was done. So I needed to like I said, recalibrate. And that doesn't mean that when I am talking about this, that that's right for everybody, but that was what I needed to do. It was really, really hard because I was in such a routine of, you know, posting and all the things that I was doing. And I had a little bit of FOMO and all of that stuff that we all do. And whether you call it imposter syndrome, whatever it was. But long story short, they say that it takes 21 days for a habit. It's actually really more than that. But regardless, once I got into that far enough, as far as not posting and, and just being present and in the moment and doing what I was doing by, I had workshops I was doing and I was traveling and that allowed me to kind of, like I said, go inward and really just appreciate where I was and what was going on. 
for some of you, you may or may not know, uh, I have a nonprofit for women, specifically younger women in my area that I grew up in, in Western Kentucky. And I host a pageant every year called the Purchase District Pageant. So that required me to head back to the East Coast uh, the first week of August. And that's what I did. And it's kind of like what a lot of people are going through at this moment in time with the holidays. You've just gone through Thanksgiving and there's so many conversations that go around of being around family. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely adore my family. But I will state again that when you experience a death in the family, there's just, it's like losing, uh, if you have four legs to a chair, you're now a, a three-legged stool. And it, it just, things don't work the same. Thing, people don't know how to act anymore, et cetera, et cetera. After the, the pageant passed, I continued to feel like I just wasn't ready to be on because that's what doing this podcast requires. It, re it requires me to exert energy, putting myself on a video. It requires me to be um, intentional and conscious of who my audience is and am I speaking to you, etc. So it, it's a lot of very focused energy. If you're doing it, I don't want to say the right way, but the, the, the way that will give you back the most return. So I still wasn't ready. And I have a home that I grew up here in Kentucky, uh, where I currently am sitting. And it was built in 1894. It's called The Grand Home. You can look it up. It's thegrandhome.com. And was given the opportunity, we've been trying to do this literally since 2014, but we have finally converted it into, we've been using it as an event center for quite some time, but now it's not only an event center, but also a bed and breakfast. That process of taking my background in real estate and estate management and handling all of the maintenance and upkeep and all the things that kind of over time, we've also, you know, three years ago, this December 10th, we're coming on the anniversary of the worst tornado that, you know, that hit this area in centuries. There was just a lot that needed to be done. And I jumped full force into it all while <laughs> training for the New York marathon. And I will tell you that all of that time allowed me to recharge because I was not necessarily focused on my regular business. I was doing something that was another passion of mine. So I had kind of shifted my gears and it allowed me to use more you know, different creative muscles and, and literally physical muscles that I hadn't used in a long time. My degree from college is in design and merchandising and as well as a minor in marketing. All of that really kind of revived the that part of my life and allowed me to be grateful for all of that I had gone through and also prepping me and giving me time to get ready for the marathon. Now I say get ready for the marathon. Not a lot of people will agree with me. Now, listen, I don't run marathons for time. Like I, I'm never going to run the Boston Marathon. I'm never going to run a marathon in three, less than three and three, what is three hours and 30 minutes. You have to, I think it might be three hours and 29 minutes, whatever it is. I'm never going to do that. I don't run marathons for time. I run marathons for me uh, to shut down that 
self-talk that we all have and to remind myself of what I'm capable of physically, but most of all, what I'm capable of spiritually. So it is kind of like riding a bike. And I did do some training, (laughs) did not do enough. And that was because there was so, so, so much for me to do at the house here that I had to, you know, put that aside. And I felt like physically I was doing so much more with the house that I would be okay. I spent my time in New York with my dad and I ran the race. It was the longest race I've ever run, but by God, I finished it. And I finished it literally, I don't know what you would call it, hobbling (laughs) the last half of it. So it's 26.2 miles. So for 13 miles, I was literally hobbling because uh, I had a in 2007, I had a L4, L5, C4, C5, T9 injury of which caused permanent nerve damage to my left quad. And yeah, I was having major problems with that along with the ridiculous blisters that I was had on my feet because I forgot to put in my insoles. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. But I did it. I freaking did it. I freaking, freaking did it. And yes, it was my seventh marathon. And you might think, well, who hoop-de-doo? You know, I've, I've already run six previous to that, but this one was extraordinarily special because of how, um, how much, how much, just how much this year has been. Uh, I know that many of you can relate, and I'm not saying that we all have to do something like a marathon. Jesse Itzler, he says all the time, do something that scares you. Do something that's bigger than you. Do something that's what you may think is beyond you. And I can completely affirm that it will have a massive, massive impact on your life when you step outside your comfort zone and do something because your body, your mind, your spirit is ready to blow you away. So I recalibrated, I recharged in that marathon. I am so on fire and ready to rise up in this new year. And am I 100% clear of what that looks like? No, ma'am. No, sir, I am not. And that's the beauty of what I've been, the gift that I've been given this past year is that be in the freaking moment and relish it. Love every moment of it. And when the moments aren't so lovely, because God knows I've had some in the past couple of months, couple of weeks, um, you just swallow it and know that the next moment, the next breath that you're given is going to be better. So there is my kind of backstory, if you will. And that also leads kind of back into the program of the, the first pillar of this program, which I reiterated in the beginning. It's about recalibrating. You know, imagine taking a moment to reflect on the past year, your life, as I shared with you, as I did in April, to truly understand the lessons that it's brought. This fast-paced world that we live in, it's so easy to rush from one goal to the next without pausing to assess what's working and what isn't. 
And recalibration isn't just about setting new goals. It's about understanding where you are, where you want to go, and how you will get there. Now, why is recalibration so crucial? Well, it's like tuning an instrument. If each string isn't finely tuned, the melody won't be harmonious. In the same way, aligning your personal and professional goals creates a symphony of success in your life. Now let's move to the second pillar, which is what I talked about what I did in July through August-ish, and that is recharge. We live in a world where burnout is way, way, way too common, where the pursuit of success often neglects the very foundation it stands on, which is our well-being. Recharge isn't just a buzzword. It's absolutely necessary. In this module, we will guide you through incorporating systems and strategies into your daily life to ensure your goals are met without sacrificing your health. I say it all the time. I've been with Isogenics since 2016. If you have no health, there is no wealth financial, spiritual, physical, etc. So think of this recharging moment as fortifying your castle. When your physical, mental, and spiritual health are strong, you become a force to be reckoned with. Recharging is not a luxury. It's an investment in your longevity and the sustainability of your success. Now, the third pillar, this is what everybody loves. This is like that manifestation moment, kind of, if you will, this is the rise up portion. This is where the rubber meets the road. Literally for me in the marathon, it's not just about setting goals. It's about taking action. I tell people all the time, all I hear are your actions. I don't listen to your words. I watch what you actually do. Rising up means having a support system, an accountability partner who will walk the journey with you. It's about checking in weekly, ensuring your operational and marketing foundations align with your recalibrated goals. Why is rising up so crucial? Because without action, goals are literally just dreams. Imagine having a partner who celebrates your victories challenges you in your setbacks and keeps you accountable to the vision, the vision that you have for yourself. That's the power of rising up. So as we wrap up, I want you to consider this. Your personal and business health are interconnected. Neglecting one can jeopardize the other. This program isn't just a checklist. It's a holistic approach to success. Recalibrate your mindset, recharge your energy, and rise up with purpose. The world is waiting for the best version of you, and we are here to guide you every step, literally, <laughs> marathon or not, of the way. So thank you for joining me today. This has been so much fun to be able to kind of lift the lid over what has been going on with me over the past five months. And that's why I call this the experiment podcast because your life, your business, it is exactly that. It's an experiment and I have to keep it real 
for so many reasons. And if you are ready to embark on this transformative journey, visit the website. Are you ready for it? It is it's your time 2024.com. I T S Y O U R T I M E 2024.com. Remember, the journey to success begins with a single step. I'd love to hold hands with you in that step and any step along the way. Until next time, recalibrate, recharge, and rise up, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Laura Dowdy underscore L-E for live. Excellent. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you.